Hey, Betches Moms fans, it's Aileen here. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new parenting podcast from Betches Media, and it just launched today. Childproof with hosts Gwenna and Tori is a parenting show for when you're craving adult conversation. As parents to three kids each, co-hosts Gwenna and Tori know that sometimes our kids are the ones on the verge of a tantrum, and sometimes it's us. I love this show. Gwenna and Tori are so fun and funny and literally unafraid to say anything about parenting, being a mom, all of the things. It's really so, so good. And obviously, I've had a preview, but we are giving you a preview. Here is a sample of what you'll be able to hear on the Childproof podcast feed every week. So without further ado, here's a sample of the first episode of Childproof from Betches Media. to Childproof by Betches Media. I'm Gwenna Lathland. And I'm Tori Phantom. This podcast is for parents who live, who laugh, who love. Or who die, cry, and hate. We don't discriminate. <laughs> Each week we'll be sharing the lessons we've learned and experiences we've had as moms and dive into the do's, don'ts, and fuckets of modern parenthood. Basically, we want to not be the reason our kids need therapy. And it's cool if your kids need therapy. The point is, we don't want to be the cause of it. We're not, we're not the main topic of discussion with their therapist. <laughs> right. They're not calling a therapist like, listen, my mom. I have mommy issues. Okay. Yeah. Let's just be upfront. Yeah. No, no, no. We're, we're avoiding that here. So now that we know what childproof is, it's kind of important that they know who is talking on childproof. You are Gwenna yeah. and you are 39 years old. I am. You have three children, ages four, four, and 15. You live in Oklahoma, land of the tornadoes. <laughs> uh, you, you are Tori. You are 30 years old, and you also have three kids, aged five, six, and 10, and you're living in Kentucky, the land of the other tornadoes. Yeah, lots of tornadoes around <laughs> here. Many tornadoes. We choose to live where the wind gets scary. So Tori, how did you get started talking about parenting for other people to listen to? Yeah. So I started on TikTok during the pandemic, March 2020. I was cooking a food for my kids. Yes. And a lot of folks were like, okay, you're talking about your kids. Can you talk about how you parent them? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I love to talk. And here we are. What yeah. about you? How did you get started? I actually started and okay, don't, don't judge me too bad. I started Mama Cusses as a webzine. That's embarrassing. In 2019. I am embarrassed. I know. I'm so <laughs> sorry. But no, I started Mama Cusses as a webzine in 2019 because I found a distinct lack of resources in the internet spaces for parents like me. And when I say parents like me, what I mean is alt parents. Not necessarily you've got silly colored hair, you've shoved metal through your face, or you've got tats. Like that's one version of alt, sure. But when I say alt parent, I really mean people who are parenting in an alternative way to how they were raised. My mom did the best she could with the resources she had at the time. And I look at a lot of her parenting and go, yes, A plus, good job, thanks. And I look at other parts of her parenting, and I'm like, maybe not that way. I didn't like that <laughs> so much. Maybe not that. So when I started having kids, I realized there was a distinct lack of discussion around changing how you parent from how you were raised, about altering how we view the experience of parenthood and child rearing and being a person and learning to be a person. So I was like, you know what? If it's not there, I'm going to make it. And then in 2020, my teenager came to me and she said, hey, mom, I found this app. It's called TikTok. Can I download it? And I was like, 
is it social media? She's like, yes. Okay. Then I have to see it. I need to download it and I need to see what you're seeing and, and, and sort of the experience you're going to have. And she's like, okay, but whatever you do, please, 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 for the love of God, don't post anything. And I was like, bitch bet. I love that you (laughs) broke her rule there because now I have a best friend out of it. That is actually how Gwenna and I met. I, Mm -hmm. We were we were mutuals, and mm-hmm. one night I sent Gwena a DM, like a third grader, and I said, "Hey, I think you're really cool. Will you be my friend, please?" Yeah, it was very middle school origami folded note. Can we be besties? Check yes or no. But did it work? <laughs> it did. It did work. It did work. And actually, I have employed that that technique on a couple other people that I met in online spaces. Just like send them a DM. Hey, I yeah. think you're neat. Can we be friendsies? Apparently, yeah. that's how you make mom friends. That's, that's just, how you make friends as an adult. You just slide into the DMs and go, will you be my friend, please? It works out great. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend. Okay, so before before we move forward, here's, here's how this is going to work. We can talk because we spend our time surrounded by tiny humans that we made with our bodies, um, and we will lose track of time. So we are going to start a timer, and when that timer goes off, we have to be done talking. We have to move on to the next activity. <laughs> In the same way that we use a timer to help our kids change uh, routines, yep. <laughs> the way we help our kids transition uh, with that timer... Timers are a parent's best friend. We're going to we're going to use it for ourselves so that we, we don't are. talk your ears off for 3 to 8 hours. If it works for <laughs> uh 5-year-olds, it should absolutely work for a 30 and a 39-year-old. I'm absolutely. just saying. Absolutely. All right. Timer starting now. I think probably our most asked question when we're in we're when we're on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. This is true for me. Tell me if it's true for you. The question I get asked the most is first, do I let my kids cuss? Yes. Second, <laughs> what is the best piece of advice for a new mom? Yes. Do you get that question a lot? All the time. And I honestly I love the question. And I think that there's actually a lot of nuance there because I think a lot of the things when you are an experienced parent who has middle school, high school, like you got school age kids and you look Mm -hmm. back on those newborn years, those infant years, and you go, man, I wish someone would have told me this, but had someone told me, I don't think I'd have listened. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's actually, that's one of the, the very first pieces of advice I will give a new mom, um, looking at having their first child, a new parent really is you are going to spend a lot of time worrying about stuff that ultimately is is you didn't need to worry about it, yeah. but you did, but you, you did. didn't, you, you needed to worry about it. But in the grand scheme of things, it ended up a pretty small part of the overall right. kid that you right. made. I think every new parent, there's that list of milestones that you can find on the internet. And it's like, they're going to roll over at this age and they're going to sit up at this age. And you watch your baby and you're like, let me sit you up. Are you, nope, you fell back onto the, onto the boppy pillow. Oh no. Oh, oh no. Is something They're wrong? Oh, no. What did I do wrong? Was <laughs> what did it, I do wrong? It, it was that glass of wine that I didn't pump and dump. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You worry so much about those milestones and then your kid is six years old and picking a rock up out of the playground and licking it. And you're like, it didn't actually matter what time right. they sat up, I guess. It's super glad <laughs> that I dumped 50 bucks a can of formula for you to have literally eaten excrement right yes. in front of me. 
I love the I love this experience. One of my favorite pieces of advice to give new moms, and this is very much based in my own experience as a teen mom, right? Mm-hmm. Is to only accept the advice you ask for. And even if even if you ask for it, if you don't agree with it, like if it doesn't work for you, like that's mm-hmm. okay. It's okay to ask for advice and then go, I don't actually think that works for me. Yeah. But when you become a parent, no matter what age you are, and everyone, your cousins, neighbors, ex-best friends, sisters, yes. boyfriend has advice for you. The way that you should put your baby to bed, how often you yeah. should pick your baby up, if you should formula feed, what kind of formula, every yeah. single thing people have opinions on and they want to share them. They want to tell you like, this is what I did and it works and you have to do it too or else you're wrong. What are you doing? Why are you doing that? And it's yeah. like, just just stop. It's okay to set boundaries. So it's what I'm saying is accept the advice that you ask for if you like it. Yeah. <laughs> and also it's okay to set boundaries. It's okay to say thanks, but no thanks. I've got this. And believe that you got this. Yes. You got this. And that's that's my number two piece of advice. And it it I get kickback every time I say it. Follow your gut. And the the kickback I get is I don't understand what my gut is telling me. I know a lot of times you're you're not gonna have a gut feeling about what to do, but if you're looking at your kid and they've gone kind of blotchy and you're thinking, maybe are they sick? And so like you do the thing that we all do, you hit Dr. Google, maybe you check on some Facebook groups, you're like, is this a concern? Or like your gut is telling you, I need to call my pediatrician. Because your pediatrician would rather you call a billion times for nothing than miss the one time that we could have gotten some treatment in them, miss the one time that we could have made this better, missed a diagnosis. They would rather tell you that you're freaking out over nothing than miss the chance to actually catch something before it gets real bad. And I would say that most pediatricians are going to be a lot kinder than just look at you and say, you're freaking out over nothing, man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like they're going to be nice about it. They're, that's mm-hmm. what they have those nurse lines open for. It's yeah. okay to ask for help. It's okay to call someone and go, is this normal? I don't know. It's fine. But if you are, if you get a piece of advice, if you ask somebody, you're like, hey, what do I do about this particular thing? Or how did you handle this? And they say something and you go, that's your gut. That's what I'm saying when I say yes. follow your gut. Yes. If you do that sharp no nasal inhale because if it you doesn't scowl at the advice, like that's <laughs> against your gut if instinct. You're, if there. you're arguing with strangers on the internet, that's your gut saying <laughs> yeah. something there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And here's my other, this is another piece of my favorite advice for new moms, okay? Because the thing is, people will always tell you to sleep when the baby sleeps. And I love that advice. Sleep when you can. Okay. My my advice, and this is important. Cry when the baby cries, okay? It's an emotional first year. You gotta get it out. It's okay, okay? You're gonna be you're gonna be sleep deprived yep. and stressed and no one knows what's going on. Cry when the baby cries. It's it's fine. Is, the first year is more about survival. The thriving will come later. Yes. I hope you love Childproof. If you made it this far, I'm guessing you wanna hear more. So search for Childproof on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening and be sure to hit subscribe. Or you can check the show notes on this episode for a link to the first episode. Again, that's Childproof from Betches Media. Betches.